So I got to get my car service soon. No way. I'll do a few Ks. Mine and Logan's cars need doing too. Oh, well, where you got anywhere to go? I've got a place in mind. Good. Absolutely brilliant. Local. Local to us. Ultra Tune at Toronto. Mm-hmm. Get on the phone right now and talk to Adam down there. Good. And get your car booked in. What do they do for me? They do everything from servicing, tires, batteries, aircon. You Reg- name Rego. Rego checks, all that sort of stuff. You know what? If you're booking early enough, you'll probably even get a loan car for the day. That's pretty handy, actually. Mate, and, and just... Oh, I don't have to get picked up. And you just need that peace of mind that you're getting a good quality service. Right. The oh, ma- where are they at? They're down at Toronto. Right. I'll look them up. Blokes like us, you work away in the mines a lot. Mm. I go up to the farm a lot. Yeah. We are putting Ks on our cars. Yeah, heaps, heaps. So you really need that peace of mind that your car is going to be A1 plus the missus. They need to make sure their cars are Oh, I don't want hers breaking down. Mate, our kids need to be safe. Yes. 100%. All right, so get down to Altitude. Get down to Altitude. Talk to Adam at Toronto. He will sort you out. Sounds good. Mm. So, mate, how does how does this feel? Being your second time Australian champion, 2018 was the first. How does this one feel compared to that one? Um, yeah, this one is is pretty special, mainly because I, I only come back to do yeah right do the championship, and it was a big headache to come over. I just mm. I've just had a newborn baby, so mate, congratulations yeah. too. That's yeah. um I'm awesome news. Thank you. So. Yeah, it was a big commitment and and a big decision to come over. But mm. at the end of the day, it's it's my job, my career. So mm. Mm. I've got to, if I want to keep going forward, I need to do such things like this. So yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, it's it was a big a big thing for me, and it was pretty emotional to to win it. And um, yeah, I worked hard for it. Yeah, hundred hundred percent, mate. And you know, you had a cracking start, and then you know it's the, the points Max sort of got away from you a bit after the fourth round. <laughs> And then, yeah, coming into um, coming into Gilman, uh, it really the first heat was my favourite heat. Like when I saw your two names come up, I was like, yeah, rubbing my hands together. Like yeah. this is this is going to be the start of the meeting. This is how it should be. And I was like, fuck, this is going to be unreal. And then obviously, when Max come in on you, sort of turned left on you, and he went down. I thought, oh, this is yeah, like yeah. a big spanner in yeah. the works, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not a nice way. And me and Max are good friends, mm. and we get along really good. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't know which which way the decision would go. I mm. wasn't. Uh, I just stayed on my line. And sure. It just it's kind of a racing incident, and mm. it could have gone both ways, really. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't the best start for him, and and uh, it, uh, it's better for me that yeah, that, that I was on yep. that end of the stick. So. Um, yeah, it put me in a good position, really, and and I could just keep going forward the, the way I was. So I I didn't have, I didn't feel like I was chasing him the whole time. Mm. I, I just focused on race by race mm-hmm. and 
take it as it comes. So it was what I the system I had with the whole series and I stuck with it till the end. Yeah. And mate, paid absolute dividends because, you know, that final meeting, you know, when it counted when you were five points behind, you pulled out like four wins in a row. Yeah. You know, and it just thought like you you really stood up on the when you needed to and Mate, you're, you're walking away with the trophy. So, yeah, mate, yeah. congratulations. It, yeah, it must Thank be you. such a cool feeling. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really nice feeling. And, I, and, and it all went down to the, to the last race, really. So it's, um, it's, a, it's a massive, massive achievement for me and a big victory. So, mm. um, yeah, I've learned I've some stuff from it. And, mm. and uh, yeah, I know what you've got to do to, 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 to win it again. So, yeah. um, of course, I'll be back to, to try and back it up. And yeah. Yep. Hopefully I'll be a little bit wiser next time. Yeah, yeah. the Aussie Championships, how you've come back to Australia just to do that. From what I understand, mate, it is a huge cost for you boys to come down and do that whole five-round series. It, it's really hard on the pocket. Yeah, it's um, we have good prize money. You can you can earn some good money in the meetings, but when, when you um, calculate everything, it's, it's pretty hard. Mm. We have to send bikes, engines back and sure. – send them back again. Yeah, yeah. You have to pay for fuel, pay for a mechanic. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is, uh, it's hotels, fuel, yeah. everything. So, um, tyres mm. is a big one. So, um, yeah, you need support. Yeah. It's, it's good to have uh, some local companies sponsoring you. I've got Valley Kitchens and Nice Machines Australia. So, they've had my back for, for a few years now. Yeah, nice. Oh. Maybe since 2018. So yeah, okay, good stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm much appreciative of guys like that, and and without them guys, I, I don't think I could uh, possibly do it. On yeah, sure. You can still do it, but it's it's more comfortable, and you can put uh, more uh, invest more money into it to 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 go for championships. So yeah, okay, good stuff. They're, they're a big part of uh, of my success in, in the championship, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to be appreciative of, of such guys. There's there's other people involved and other other people that support you, but um, yeah. they're they're two big uh, highlights in in my support. So for sure. Um, and mechanic, you got to have a good mechanic. You, yeah. If okay. you don't have a good guy, then it, 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 yeah, you're struggling. So yeah, hundred percent. I got had Robbie Kaizak. Yeah. He, he was an ex rider. Yep. Jay Hearn. Yep. But Robbie was the main. He was the main mechanic. He stayed with me the whole whole series and uh ellis perks and uh, max stofo was helping me um there's a, there's a few other guys who, who were always in the pits my my dad was changing the tires and doing stuff so um yeah they all help yeah some not financially yeah okay. but support it it's it's up there up there with the best any little help helps you know as cliche as it is even just a little bit it really goes a long way yeah it? it's um it's it's all a team sport. Mm. I'm an individual, but you got to have a good team behind you. You got to have good people, and and they're all a part of it. Sure. Sponsors, uh, helping hand in the pits, and uh, even even support around the around the crowd. So, um, yeah, I, I got to thank them all, and big shout out to them. Yeah, good stuff. And you know what, I was going to mention to you as well when I built my house at Taraba. I went with Valley Kitchens. Yeah, it was exactly. great. Absolutely fantastic. You've seen that logo a few times. Yeah, oh, mate, absolutely. So <laughs> shout out to you guys at Valley Kitchens. Yeah, unbelievable stuff. Oh, good. That's uh, I'm happy to hear that, and and uh, hopefully there's a few more. Yeah, good stuff, mate. Hundred um, percent. So obviously, you've signed for Oxford Spires, I believe it's called yep. this year. 
you know, and, and you've um, also signed for Ripnick. It must be pretty cool for the, the fans of those clubs to know that they're getting the latest Aussie champ to ride for their club in 2024. Yeah, it's, um, of course, I've got to, I've got to continue and, and continue my form. But, um, yeah, it gives them a bit of reassurance that I'm in, I'm in good uh, frame of mind and in good shape. And, and uh, yeah, of course, they've got something to be happy about. But, yeah, at the end of the day, we, we start at zero again. Yeah, and, of course. And i, I got to get back into it. Mm. And it's a shame, you know, after you won at Gilman, you're like thousands, you know, over 1,500 kilometres from home. You couldn't get on the beers that night. It's a bit of a shame. No, <laughs> I, um, I had one beer after, or maybe two, and then we drove to Mildura. Yeah, okay. And uh, me, Sam Masters, uh, Cookie and uh, Bradley Page. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, Hook, Hook, sorry. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, we uh, slept at uh, Ryan Sedron's place oh, yeah. and g- got up at uh, nine o'clock and yep. got on the road again. Yeah, okay. And um, I said to Masters, uh, I'll jump in with you at, at Wagga. And, yeah, and okay. we had six pack of beers each. <laughs> Good stuff. It was a bit silly after. I expect no less from you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that was my um, little celebration. But um, yeah, it's, it's how it is. It's how it's speed, with Speedway. You can't always. Um, you can't always uh, celebrate, but you got to get on the road and do the kilometres. And, of course, mate. And yeah. I, do, I got up in the morning and, and uh, washed bikes and, mm. and done everything, so yeah. it doesn't stop it at back the to championship. The gr- back to the grind, mate. Yeah, got to get those so bikes ready for the next meeting. Yeah, so. Well, when are, when are you riding next? Are you going straight home uh, this Sunday, weekend? Sunday, yeah, I go home, right. so. Yeah. I would have liked to do more meetings, but at the same time, I'm, I'm a little bit tired and, sure. and um, I just want to – get back to training and mm. and uh, tune out for a month and a half and, yep, yep. and get back into it. Yeah. I've noticed, you know, the last few seasons you've been doing a lot of work with Adam Shields in the gym and building your strength and all that sort of stuff. Did you get to do much of that this year or was from the moment you got home it was just straight into the Aussie titles? Yeah, I've I've only really had time to run. Yeah, I, I okay. ran every every before every meeting just yep. just to get the blood flowing and sure. and uh just to keep active but um yeah, training wise, I haven't had really time to do anything. Mm. Uh, the 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 biggest training is on the bike, and, yeah, and, and bike fitness is is the most important, and that's what I've been getting mm. uh, six times since I've been here. And yep. um, the rest of the time, I just run. But um, with Adam, I, I haven't I haven't done anything with him for two years, maybe. Yeah, but okay. uh, I've learned a lot from him. Sure. He, he's a good tra- personal trainer. He's yeah. been around the sport and. Just in general, he's a he's a good personal trainer. So yeah, yep. Um, yeah, I learn a lot from Adam, and mm. and yeah, he's been good help. Yeah, nice. And I mean, look, at least now you get to go home, see the see the fiance uh, and the little one, and just spend some time with them right until the the season starts. Which we all know how busy you guys are. It's uh, you'd really do need that rest and recuperation for yeah. for a while. Yeah, you need a bit of a personal life, and you need to to be able to switch off and. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to going back and just spending that time um, with the family and and uh, get the hunger back again for yeah. to start the season. So yeah, for sure, it definitely helps to to tune out for a while and mm. and start to miss it again. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, mate, you started 2024 with a bang. You know, even your your 2023 season with Zelina Gora was outstanding. I think from what I read, five years if five of you blokes in the team were all in the top ten. Averages for the year, like yeah. Selena Gora had a, a, a great year. Yourself personally had a great year with them. Uh, but you ended up signing with Ribnik, the, the blokes you ended up beating in the final. So yeah. what what was the story behind that, Rowan? And was 
was maybe going up to the extra league with Zelina Gora, was that a, what you wanted to do, but it didn't work out that way? Um, yeah, I, I would have went with them if they if they wanted me. I would have yeah. went straight up, but um, signing a contract it comes pretty early these days, and I, I was speaking with the Ribnik before the finals. So, ah, okay. And, sure. and they had word that I wasn't going back to Zelina Gora, so yeah. Yeah. Um, we we were in contact with them, but at the same time we were still waiting to see what Zelina were doing, and. Uh, yeah, it ended up being that they didn't want me and right. I, I went to Rivnik. Yeah, okay. Anyway, look, looking for a, a, a strong 24 start and even uh, you'll be back in the UK this uh, this year coming, which will be first time in – you didn't ride there last year. You were in talks with a club this year, but it didn't eventuate. But So how did that call from like, Oxford come out? Um, I think actually Sam Masters, he, he um, put a good word into – for me to be the Jamie Courtney and yep. actually uh, Birmingham were, were interested. Um, but, yeah, I, I think uh, Sam and Phil Morris put the feelers out there. I've I done an article and uh, spoke about it. So the word was out there. But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's number game and, sure. and where, wherever I fit. So yeah, okay. I had two options and I, I took the one what I felt was the best for me and convenience-wise and mm-hmm. – um, with airports and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, Oxford was fitted well and yeah. I really look forward to it. I haven't been there for four years for full time. So, yeah, okay. so yeah, I look forward to going back to England. So have you raced at Sandy Lane before? Never, never. never. So, new challenge. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd yeah. be good. Yeah, it's uh, something different for me. And yeah, okay. That's what I need. I need to, sure. to try some new things and mm. new tracks and stuff and the yeah. Can be can make me progress better. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's I look forward to it. It's it's been a while, and mm. and uh, that's where I started. So yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. And I mean, like, not a bad side that Oxford's pulled together with Yanovsky, uh, Nikolai Clint. I believe will be there this year. So you know, it's on paper, it's looking like it should be a pretty good side. Yeah, average wise, it's probably not the the, the most top heavy, but yeah. it's it's pretty consistent all yeah. through. And yeah. And a uh, good bunch of guys, so it's a it's a good mixture, and mm, that, mm. that's what you need sometimes. It's uh, it's all good and well having a top heavy team, but yeah. um, you need uh, the the good mixture to to um, uh, gel together and yeah, of course, get the results. Yeah, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, we're in two thousand twenty three year year with Indian Erna for as a whole, the club didn't perform all that great. Um, missed out on the playoffs. Uh, you still had Doily and, and Max racing your team, um, which is obviously must be good to have those Aussie guys racing with you in your team. But yep. yeah, talk us through the the Swedish season. Yeah, it was it was a disaster for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I, I took it on the chin, and mm. and uh, happens sometimes. You just got to come back the next year and trying to try to be try to be better. But um. No, I, I atmosphere wise was was awesome, and I get along with all the guys good. And Doyle was and Max were good help, and yeah, just awesome. it, good to have in the in the in the pits. Um, but for me, it just it wasn't working. I I'm not blaming any anything or anyone. I have good equipment, and mm-hmm. and uh, I was in a good frame of mind. So it's uh, yeah, it's just just one of them things. And sure. yeah, I probably. If I could change my number of racing, maybe it would have helped me because I okay. was always off the outside with good riders. Ah, and okay. Yep. When, when you don't get off to a good start, it's sometimes hard to crawl back. So sure. 
Um, yeah, I just think in general, I just wasn't wasn't uh, feeling it there. So yeah, okay. I'm going to go back to Sweden and uh, I've changed my contract a little bit because okay, uh, yep. normally they just pay fixed money. Yep. And uh, I want to ha- just have travel and, and have points money. I want to uh, okay, yep. earn my money. I want to sure. go out there and have that extra motivation yeah, good to, stuff, mate. Good stuff. To, um, to earn. Maybe there's a chance I won't earn much in one day, but another day I can I can go out and have a good day. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a pros and cons, but uh, mm. I just think it gives you that extra motivation to be better. Yeah, for sure, 100%. And from what I understand, you are in talks with another club, which you can't uh, reveal now, but there is every chance that you could be in Sweden again next year. Or oh, sorry, this year. Yeah, I've, I've agreed to a club and, and we agreed to, to do half of the meetings. Yep. Plus playoffs, so that's that's comfortable for me and... I, I just want to focus on England and uh, and and Poland and yeah. GP qualifications and sure, stuff like sure. that. So um, Sweden is just a bit of bit of play for me, and mm-hmm. obviously I, I want to do good every time I go there. Yeah. And with the contract I have, mm. it's uh, in for me. I have to I have to go if if I want to earn money. I have yeah. to go there and um, work for it. Yeah, for sure. Do you think Rowan maybe because I've had this discussion with um with Dad numerous times about. The amount of time you boys are on the bike and you're in, you know, you're in three different countries, sometimes four. There's blokes that do Denmark as well, um, and then they've got the GPs. And it, is there too much? Can, do you reckon that that you can be on the bike maybe too much? Yeah. Um, when I when COVID come, I I, I just done Poland and yep. Sweden. Yeah. Okay. And I felt good, the best I've ever felt. Yeah. Um, I could have done with a little bit more, but. Um, it was really comfortable for me. I had a clear head. I had plenty of sleep, and and I could have time to myself, look after my body, and yep. and uh, I had a good season. I had the best season in my career, so in average wise and stuff like that. So um, I, sometimes less is more, and and uh, yeah, I've I've found it's it's be- it works for me. So sure. that's that's why I've kind of. Left Sweden a little bit and, yep. and focus more on uh, England and, yep. and Poland. Yeah, fair enough. Because I think there's blokes out there. Um, I think Vasilik might be one. Uh, f- I can't remember who there, who else there was. They were only doing Poland, and Dad always thought, oh, like you know, I think you need more time. There probably is too much, but yeah, if you're just doing one league and the Grand Prix. Yeah, just in his opinion, he just thought, you know, the more time on the bike, you talk about the match fitness or the, or the bike fitness, like it really comes down, like it, it plays a big part. Yeah, I think twice a week is good, yeah. two meetings a week, sometimes three, it's yeah. it's, it's good. But um, if you're racing four nights a week, it's too much. Yeah, 100%. You'll just be burnt out. Like, without me knowing, it feels like you would just burn out real quick. Yeah, yeah. So It's better for Poland too, so it's the most important time of the year is yeah. at the end and... and the Polish clubs look always look at the last, f- say four results. Yep, yep. And you want to be a hundred percent as best you can be in that in that time. So, sure. Uh, yeah, it's Poland is is for me the the biggest priority, and yep. and um, I try and put all, a lot of focus into that, and yep. and that's what I have done the last four years. I've yep. I've really knuckled down with with Poland, and yeah, yeah try and capitalise on as much as I can there. And is that where you're based? Just where you live in Poland? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, uh, so what's that like? You know, obviously born and born and bred in Curry or Pebble Main area and all of a sudden you're, you're over in Poland doing the thing. Like, it must be a bit of a, a spin-out. Yeah, at first it was um, it was quite 
quite difficult with language and stuff yeah, and sure. and um I did struggle a bit with it and there was some bad times but um yeah I've I, I found a to be comfortable now and and I can speak a little bit I can yeah, understand okay. a little bit so of you, Polish. you get around and, and speak a bit of Polish yeah, yourself not too much but but enough to to get by yeah okay um and yeah I, I enjoy to be there mm. I, I respect Polish, because that's where I earn my most money. So yeah, yeah, yep. I have to appreciate the country, and mm. and uh, I, I like to live there. So yeah. I remember when me and my brother went to school in Sweden. Uh, we went to school in Vastivik for two years, and we we were young, so we picked up the language here and there. But rather than talk it, we would actually be able to understand it better. Yeah, and the kids in the Sweden they speak English quite well. Yeah, so they would actually they would talk to us in swedish we would understand we t- we'd reply to them in english yep. and then they would understand yeah so if you're a third party listening to our conversation <laughs> yeah. they're like what the fuck is these guys <laughs> talking about yeah. but it's the only way we could really communicate yeah. with them yeah that's cool yeah you learn something all every day and, yeah and of course yeah it's, no, it's 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 different being in such country where mm. they speak a different language but you soon adapt to it and yeah, okay. And you find your ways. There's a couple of Aussie guys live in, in Poland. Yeah. Uh, Jamo Lindsay and yep. and uh, actually I don't know who else. Yeah, okay. Well, Jamo is he? Le- he's living in Lesno. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's had, he has an apartment in Lesno and um, yeah, he's quite comfortable there too. Yeah, he, right. he enjoys to be there and yep. and he has a good bunch of people around him and yep. and he's raising a couple of kids in in yeah, Poland too, yeah, which is which is a, a, a big. Big challenge and for sure, mate. And yeah. um, uh, good on him for that. It's uh, his his uh, partner's come over. She yeah. she's uh, yeah. You have to you have to give it to her. She's she's going to Poland with yeah. the kids and she yeah. does it. She does an awesome job. So um, no, it's it's di- it's definitely different living in England. But yeah, yeah. if you want a challenge, it's, it's mate, for it's, sure. It's there and and that's where the money is to be made is in Poland and over there. You know you've you've, you've got to be in it to win it, don't you? Yeah, exactly and. And um, yeah, like I say, you have to appreciate it, and mm. that's where we, mm. that's where the money is, and mm. and where the good speedway is. So, um, yeah, each their own. Yeah. Some some don't like it. Do you want to know something? Mm, go on. At our wedding, because I know you have a wedding coming up. It's coming up quick, let me tell you. And so I can probably pass a few things on to you, mm. given I've had one. Give me some advice. You know what I was missing? Hit me with it. I was missing. I was missing a really good host, an MC, someone mm. on a microphone, someone to adjudicate, someone to give a few laughs. Yeah, I feel like I feel like when you got a big wedding, yeah, you need to have someone to to keep the crowd entertained yeah, through in between absolutely. all the things that are happening. Have you so have you looked looked for anyone yet? Well, I do happen to know someone. You do, yes. You always seem to know someone. Why does this always happen to it me? Does, it does. You just you're in the know. I'm in the know, and you know what. Leon Anderson yep. at Leon Anderson Entertainment is one of the funniest dudes <laughs> that I know. I've seen a few things here and there, yeah. Mate, absolute crack up. You see him sometimes down at uh, the Newcastle Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, absolutely hilarious. I kind of wish I uh, met him before my wedding. Wouldn't he be good? Mm. He'd be so good. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? He's actually just the biggest Speedway fan. Yeah, I know. I think I uh, heard that. Absolutely loves it. So what's he do? So stand-up comedy, obviously, which yeah, we just yeah. mentioned before. Sports functions, MCs, weddings. There you go. Does a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. Helps out with fundraisers and just fantastic. But all around, fantastic bloke. Yeah, yeah. So if you're ever looking for something like that, MC 
any of these sorts of yeah, things. Sporting, we've, we've, corporate. We've been speaking about. Get on to Leon Anderson at Leon Anderson Entertainment. Sounds good. Mate, what's yeah. the what's the Polish fans like? From from what I heard, you know, Polish Speedway is the equivalent to the Premier League in, in the UK. Yeah. Like just nuts. They're they're speedway crazy. Yeah, I, I like it. It's you know, some aren't nice to you and yeah. whatever, but Maybe I'll race for them two years later and, and th- things will change. Yeah, I, of course. I, I understand that. It's, that's just their club mm. and they, they at the time they, they love their, their riders and they want they, they want the best for their club. So Yeah, of course. Um, no, I as well appreciate Polish fans. They're, they're every fan in every country, but um, yeah, Polish fans are next level and yeah, they, okay. really, they really get into it. Yeah. yeah, good stuff, mate. Well, Rowan, take me back to where it all started – Born and bred in the Curry area, Hunter Valley. You know, the Curry Speedway was your local track. Mate, what was it like growing up in this place I call God's country? <laughs> I love it here, mate. Um, yeah, we, we had it all. We, we, we had it all at Curry, Curry Motorcycle Junior Club. So yes, yep. Many guys, many, I've made many friends from, from just that club and mm-hmm. still today I have many friends. Um, even Sam Masters. Yep. Yep. I've known Sam since I was on a peewee, so yeah, right. There you I'm go. still today. We're good mates, and and um, many other guys, Joel Muddle and Rick Olsen, and yep. Yep. Uh, the list goes on mm. with guys. And Pico was a little bit later, but he also was in Curry Junior Club. And yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a there's a lot of history there, and mm. it's um, it's nice to look back, and that's where it all started for me with dirt track, and and then we. Uh, I raced dirt track till I was 16, 17. Oh, right. So you sort of like a bit of a late starter in Speedway. Yeah, I've I done a bit of junior Speedway um, with Sam in Curry and yep. and I've done a couple of Australian titles and stuff. And then I went to road racing when I was 18 or 19. Is that right? Oh, yeah, okay. I've I done two years in road racing. Right, yep. And... Uh, Absolutely hated it. Oh, true. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, oh, it was. It was all right, but I just knew that I was. It wasn't really getting anywhere with it, right, and, okay. and um, it, it wasn't the best decision f- that I've made in my career. And right, okay. Um, but yeah, I experienced it. Mm. It was cool. Mm. Like, it wasn't f- to, to the the bills and stuff that you had to pay and whatever else wasn't wasn't nice. But yeah, okay. I experienced it, and and. Uh, where it went from there, but um, then uh, I bought a bike off Chris Holder, yeah, the Roland okay. Shazzy, James yep. or Chris, one of the two. But, yeah, right. Um, okay. And then I brought an engine from uh, Kurt Shields, maybe. Oh, okay. Yes. Or yep. Adam. Yep. And yeah, started there. Started racing a Jawa. Yep. Um, yep. I had that for a year. Mm-hmm. Had some not bad results, and then uh, I got Jamie Stouffer to build me a, a GM. Yeah. Right. Okay. Which. Yep. Uh, I jumped on that and I was having good results. Right. I, I started to score some good points. And so, what age were you at around this time, Rowan? About nineteen, twenty. When I when I got my GM from J- Jamie, which I would have been twenty. Yeah, wow. Started okay. the start of the year, right. I think it was, and that was before the boys come back from Europe. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I put in some good results. I got in the top three in the New South Wales titles. Yep. yep. And then I went to. The first round in Brisbane, yep, and and got third in the, in yeah, the right. Australian Championship. Oh, yeah. first yeah. round. Um, so yeah, it all it all happened pretty quickly, and mm. I adapted to to the speedway fairly quickly. Right, I had some, okay. 
some people around me. Jamie built me a good engine. Yeah. Richard Sweetman was helping me with with bikes and stuff yeah, like that. Sweet. So. So you're surrounded by like a real good and local team too. They're yeah. all from this area. Yeah. Just like Richard just finished Speedway, so I had a bit of a few people around me enough mm. to to get me started and and um, yeah. Then I then I had contact from. I think in that year I st- I went to England as well and, and okay. got some contacts. Was this 2011? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I got some contacts in in that year, and I had a, had a few offers. I had probably three or four offers, and wow. I, okay. I ended up going to Ipswich. Yeah. So, okay. For two uh, for the 2012 season. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, yeah, it all went from there. It's, yeah. Wow. It's, uh, so so for, right. Right back from when you started, you said you're on a peewee. So you you've been riding bikes essentially your whole life. Do you remember how old you were when you got your first bike? Five. Is five, that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Five. So when when did you did you ever have that conversation like with your parents and go like oh, I just want to ride like take, I want to sign up to a local track and I want to start racing. I think it just happened. My dad was always riding uh, Triumphs, uh, oh, flat okay. track Triumphs. Yeah, and right. He never rode Speedway or nothing. But yeah, okay. So he was always involved in flat track and right. he was involved with the Curry Curry uh, Senior Club. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, we just started at Curry Junior Track, uh, West Maitland and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah, there was um, – yeah, that's where it pretty much all started. And, yeah, okay. Um, I still remember – Riding around the tracks in West Maitland and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, still in my memory. So. Ah, awesome, mate. And you know what? I, I don't know what is in the water here, but like we have produced some of the world's best motorcyclists in so many different disciplines. Yeah. Like what What is it about this place that makes you boys just so fucking good? I think it's the reputation, and and we all feed each off feed off each other, and um. Yeah, it's it's just that kind of place. We we yep. we got our hands on the the bush and yep. the, all the tracks out the bush. And I go riding with, with when I was younger with Chad Hughes and yeah, okay. and uh, Bevo and yep. many other guys mm. from from a local area. So yeah, we always had contact with the bike and um, yeah, it's just how just the place we live and yeah exactly like i say everyone fed off each other and yeah yeah casey stone i chad reed and, I know, it's and nuts, everybody mate. everybody wanted to be like that person from curry so yeah yeah definitely so um i think that encouraged it a lot yeah yeah for sure and fuck it makes me proud to be a nova Castian. like from newcastle from the hunter valley area we've got so many world-class riders past and present yeah yeah it's uh, if you say curry curry i'm from curry curry to yeah. somebody it's it is a small town, but yep. people know it. It's from motorcycling, yep. so yeah. But yeah, there's every discipline. There's mm. uh, there's many good riders. Jamie Stouffer and Brock Parks. Yep, yep. Ah, the list. The, the, li- the list can go on, mate. Yeah. I, I could rail them all off. Yeah. So, do you remember uh, the very first phone call or your very first offer, which you went to Ipswich, but you said you had a couple of offers? What was that like as a sort of twenty year old, nineteen year old kid going? fuck, I could make a living out of this and I could ride my bike and earn money. That yeah. must have been a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, I, I was I was excited and maybe I probably took an offer too soon, but, yeah, but okay. I, I wasn't thinking of earning money at that stage. I was just thinking of riding my bike and, yeah, and having yeah. a career. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't really think of money too much and, um, yeah, I was just happy to go over there and, mm. and put some money together and, and, and off I went. Yeah, so... You know, do you when you said you, you probably took an offer too 
early. Is, do you mean like you weren't ready to make that pref- like that make that call? Or? No, no, no. I was ready. I was definitely ready. But um, the, the offer I got, if I look back at it now, wasn't wasn't so good. Oh, okay. Um, right. Maybe I should have waited a bit longer. A bit. Yeah, right. I, I was I was fresh to it all, and mm. um, yeah. But anyway, I had I had a, a, some good memories in in Ipswich, yep. and um, I really uh, thankful for them for, for their. Um, uh, for what they gave me, so of so um no, it was it was it was a it was a nice memory. Yeah, okay, good stuff. And you were there as recent as two thousand and twenty two as well. And I've got a list here of all the clubs you rode for. Yep. You know, Pool, Swindon, Somerset, Bellevue, Peterborough, and obviously now coming into Oxford. You know, some of those, well, all of those clubs, you would say are, are the top tier clubs. You know, like uh, did you guys win it with Somerset and you won a pairs title? Or was it yourself and? Doily or, or even Josh Krajonic or like he, all those clubs there look at Poole, Swindon, Bellevue, they're all, you know, the big the big dogs really. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what I won with uh, Ipswich. Yeah. Uh, definitely I won the pairs yep. with, the, with uh, Ipswich and then I won the pairs with uh, Swindon. Yep. I won the league with the Poole yep. in 2013. And Somerset I won everything in 2013. Uh, 2016, yeah, we right. won everything. Yeah, okay. Um, in 2017, in Somerset, I got fired. Oh, did you? Yeah, <laughs> really? I got, I got sacked in 2017. Just for so. what poor performances, or yeah, yeah, right. And then I went to Bellevue and hit the ground running. Yeah, I okay. had a good season. I, yep. I, I think I've, yeah, I had a good year that year. Right, okay. Ended ended in Melbourne with the Grand Prix, uh, Grand Prix. So of course, yeah. Um, yeah, that that was a. A bit of a bad start to the year, but obviously finished well. Yeah, of course. Mate, I remember that Grand Prix. Was that the one where you were reserve and you ended up nearly making the semis off two three rides or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that, mate, that yeah. must have been pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was nice. It was um I didn't really expect to have a go and right. <laughs> sometimes it's it's good to be like that and, and mm. you're not thinking too much and yeah. you just go out there and let the clutch out. So Sure. Um and I did too soon the first the first race. I jumped the start, so yeah, okay. I think I think I jumped the start. But anyway, it was a cool feeling, and mm. I think it it um, accelerated my career a bit. Yeah, and, okay. and, and I I wouldn't say a, a, a great deal, but um, I I was more of aware of what I could do in 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 my career. So yeah, okay. Um, yeah, special moment for me that one too. What what was that uh, Melbourne track like, and even like the atmosphere in that huge stadium? From what I remember, the stadium was massive. They couldn't get the crowd to fill it, so you know the the atmosphere probably wasn't as as good as a full house in a small stadium. But still, massive occasion. All the best riders in the world, or in your home country, like what what was that feeling like? Just being on the world stage in front of your front of your family and friends, pretty much. Yeah, it was it was pretty special, and um, just being there, a part of it was yeah. was really cool. And um, to get a go, it was oh, I was pretty excited, and yeah, yeah. and um, awesome track, mm. really cool track, and suited me a lot. Yeah, so okay. there was a lot of pluses there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, all I had to do was just go out there and and make a start and enjoy it. Yeah, so, yeah, and exactly that's exactly what I did, and yeah. Um, after the race, uh, definitely knew I, I'd won it. So yeah, there of was course. plenty of, plenty of support there and awesome. Yeah, 
it'd be it'd be cool to come back to Australia. Oh, mate, for sure. And and you know, I think two thousand and fifteen was the first one in Melbourne, the first Grand Prix in Australia since two thousand one in Sydney. And yet we have some of the best speedway riders in the world. I do not understand how it's how it's not in Australia every year. Yeah, it's a, it's a long way for them to go. And I think there is, they're moving forward and they mm. want to come back here, but I think they just need to find uh, the right promoter and yeah, stuff like okay. that because, um, yeah, there's a lot more to it than probably we think. Yeah, and, right. And um, I think funding is, is a big thing, but yeah, yeah. I think it's something they're working on and, yeah. and hopefully they can get it here. Yeah, for sure. And from what I understand, the, the Sydney one in 2001, it was a bit of a financial disaster. Um, but, I mean, I look at the stadium there it was, that it was in. It was the Olympic Stadium. Like, you know, Speedway is an amazing sport, but in Australia they might not be able to fill a 40,000-person stadium. Mm. You know, maybe cut it down to somewhere like Newcastle holds about 25, be Great atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. That's that is. There's a lot of talk, and if you talk to anyone, they say, "Oh, Newcastle is like yeah. the most central and uh, fan base is it's yeah. pretty healthy." So and Speedway started in yeah. in Maitland fucking hundred years yeah. ago. So yeah, it's uh, if you if you're educated on Speedway in Australia and, and you know everything, mm. then you'd, you'd want to put it in a place like Newcastle. Sure. So yeah, I think you just have they just have to tick all the boxes and everything has to work out. Maybe there's a uh, someone who's willing to put the money in mm-hmm. in WA, but yeah, not okay. Newcastle. So yeah, right. I think all the tick, all the boxes have got to be ticked. And sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean they they come to New Zealand for a couple of years. From from what I remember, that track was huge. The banking was incredible. The racing itself was was pretty sick. Like you know, I think Smolinski won it, and he's the the ex long tracker. And like you know, going to New Zealand on a sprint car track, like surely. They can come just across the road to here and, yeah, and have a Grand Prix yeah. here. It would be it'd be awesome to see. I think in New Zealand, some there was some funding from from uh, some somewhere. So yeah, okay. I think that's one of the main reasons it went, it went there. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah, fair enough, mate. Yeah. Well, mate, you got the Grand Prix. Uh, we got the Grand Prix qualifiers this year, which you'll obviously be putting a lot of focus on that. So I always ask the boys this: is is the Grand Prix? Is that the the be all end all is that the end game? Is that the focus, or you know, are you just just keen to to ride for the top leagues, earn good good money, earn a, a good living, or is the Grand Prix just the the number one sort of prospect? Um, yeah, of course, every every rider wants to be in the Grand Prix, and um, it, it every uh, yeah, I'm sure every rider would be, but uh, you have to be financially stable, you yep. have to have the equipment, you have to to be ready to 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 jump in the van. Seven months later, and 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 start a Grand Prix. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's something you have to build and and you have to work on to mm. to to get to that stage. And um, some guys qualify, yeah, and then okay. they got to run around look for sponsors and buy of hands and do everything. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah, there's a bit of a build up to it, and and to get there, you, like I say, you had to be financially stable yep. and well prepared. Yeah, and you've you've. You've rode in the the qualifiers before. Have you ever made a Grand Prix challenge? Two times I've, I've been in the Grand Prix challenge, and and what's that like? Because I feel like that would be a pretty high uh, pressure meeting. Yeah, and like I say, with the with the Aussies, I've done the Aussies many times, mm. and and if I was to do the challenge again, I would approach it in a different way, mm-hmm. definitely hundred percent different way. So, um, yeah. 
the last two times I've probably not done it how I should have. Okay, yep. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, I I need to take step by step. And yeah, at of first course. I go to the qualifiers and I'm in a good position to pick where I want to go. Okay. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just, yep. it's just speedway and sure. you just, you can, you just got to put a hundred percent in and, Absolutely, and uh, see where you end up. So, um, yeah, we'll give it another crack and, mm, and mm. Uh, see where we end up. Do you know, are the dates set for the qualifiers? Do you know when it is? Yes, but I, I haven't had a look the last, yeah, since okay. the Aussie, so. Yeah, right. I haven't, haven't looked at all, but. Um, once I get back, I'll mm. start looking into it. Because from memory, um, they they always hold qualifiers in places like Hungary or, you know, Latvia or all these places that you don't all ride a lot, Lanigo and yep. all these sorts of places. How do you how do you like those tracks? Places like, you know, Depression and and Riga or or you know Dover Pills, like th- those places that you don't. A lot of you guys don't ride often. Do you like going to those places? Um. I've been to Hungary twice. I okay. qualified twice in Hungary. Yeah. And, and I really enjoyed uh, the tracks there. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, I was in Slovakia for the challenge. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I actually had 18 point maximum there. Is that right? Um, not the challenge, but another meeting. Yeah, so okay. I had some, some, some good results there. And mm. and when I went to the challenge, I crashed in the first race. with uh, I nearly ran through Kologi and, oh, and, right. and, and crashed. So yeah, yeah. I got off to a bad start, yep. kind of like Max did in the Aussies, and, and then and then my head was a little bit, yeah, bit yeah. of a mess, and trying to catch up on in a Grand Prix challenge isn't for sure isn't the way to go. But um, not a bad track. Um, gate position is very important. Yeah, okay. And it's really critical in um, in in a challenge if you have a good gate position. So, um, yeah, the tracks are not too bad. Mm. A lot depends on gate position yeah, okay. and form at the time. So sure, yeah, I understand. Um, yeah, if you got good gates, you got to capitalize on that. Yeah, and yep. you got to yeah, you got to take it with both hands. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of with pressure. There's a lot of things to oh for sure, mate. Tra- track is track is kind of the the easy part of it. Yeah, okay. you just got to put everything else together because yep. at the end of the day, everyone has got to ride the, the track, and you just got to. Yep. Put it all together on the day. Sure. And, you know, everyone wants to be in the Grand Prix. You know, you, you work your way through the qualifiers and then you got the GP challenge. Just as a fan, I look at that and I go, that must be the highest pressure meeting of the year because you're, you're all fighting for three spots and, you know, it's it just feels like that's that's people's one opportunity to make it into the Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes that's half of the problem because – you're thinking about that, so sure. Um, yeah, if you can approach it in a different way, it's mm. it can be just like another day. So yeah, of course. I mean, look what happened to um, uh, Kim Nielsen when he won at I think Glasgow, and like he was not expected to win. He was not expected probably to make the final. Yeah, anything can happen on any given Sunday. Like yeah, that, yeah. that's that's the beauty of of the sport is yep. anyone can beat anyone. Yeah, yeah, and he got to experience the, uh, a year in the Grand Prix. He, mm. he had a few good moments and yeah. Um, probably he didn't expect to to go through either, but um, yeah, he he had a go and mm. got it done. So, mm. and uh, maybe he'll come back more hungry to 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 go again. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he he will be in that position. He's more experienced and For sure. and uh, 
yeah, so. But tell you yeah, what, it's a bit of a roller coaster speedway oh, sometimes. Oh, mate, emotional roller coaster. Like I'm not under, I'm not under the helmet. I'm not at the tapes, but I can fucking feel it. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, you know, obviously, and and Todd talks about all of the, the the moments he went through and hard moments, good moments, and it. Yeah, a roller coaster is definitely a good way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're on top, you just got to keep going and mm. and just take it while you can. So, yeah, yep. it's um, yeah, it's. If if you have a bad time, it's you got to expect it sometimes, and you got to just come back and, and be stronger. So yeah, um, that's how it is. It's always been like that. And yeah, yeah, hard to be on top. Yeah, for sure. Gotta take a quick break. I'm gonna get us another yeah. beer. <coughs> Hang on, sip of this. Mm. So back to <coughs> uh, the league racing realm. You, you says says here that you're. Uh, first Polish club was Gnezno in 2014. Yep. What was that like, you know, right, racing in the UK for two years and then taking that step to Poland, which is a pretty scary step for, for a lot of riders. What was that like stepping up into, uh, you know, a, like we said before, a country that doesn't speak English, obviously a lot more pressure in Poland. What was that like? Um, that was, wasn't a really good year. <laughs> I didn't listen to the right people, right? Okay, and I didn't, I didn't do uh, exactly what I should have done. If if I known what I know now, uh, okay. I, I would have done it different. An older Rowan could tell yeah. a younger Rowan something, yeah. yeah but for that's sure. that's how it is. You, you, yeah. you live alone, and yeah, yeah. And I didn't really have the advice from people when I went to Poland. I just went right. there pretty raw, and yeah, okay. And um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't good, and you got to go there and. Have some engines and sure. and uh, prepare for it. Otherwise, you're going backwards. Yeah, it's very cutthroat as well. Yeah. You just don't get a call yeah. up the next week. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that wasn't a good start for me. So that was that 2014, and then you signed with Woods the next year, and you were, you were there for quite a while. Obviously, you turned it around yeah. a bit, and yeah. and you did pretty well at Woods. Yeah. So, I uh, in 2014, I done. I had a two year contract with Guinness. No. Okay. Yep. And then uh, I done one match for Genesno and I scored six points. And if you scored under seven, you can get loaned to another club. Ah, so, right. Okay. So 15, I went to Woods. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I, I actually, I was racing in England at Scunthorpe. Yeah, okay. And um, I, I put uh, Josh Audie in the fence and broke his hand, uh, his arm or something. Right. And, and I got banned for, from England for... 21 days. Bullshit. Yeah, I was a bit... Wow. I was, I was a bit naughty, so... Right, okay. So, um, at that time, I, I was banned in England. I couldn't race. Right. And uh, there was some news about it, and a, a Polish club sent me a message. Hey, do you want to come and race in Poland? I yeah, said, okay. yeah, no worries. Yeah. I grabbed my mechanic. We, we drove to, to Poland yep. with the van and bikes and uh, set up camp there for... for um, Twenty basically twenty one days. Yeah. Okay. Right. And um, yeah, we we went to Latvia for the first match, and yep. I had a had a pretty good one, and then yep. back in Poland for for the rest of the meetings. But yeah, I finished the the season pretty well, and, yeah, and right. I put myself in the shop window yep, for the yep. for the next year. So yeah, it kind of um, me getting banned in England kind of uh, helped me get a foot in the door in Poland. Bit so. of a blessing in disguise. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff, yeah, mate. So. And it says there you were with Woods for five years. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, I, I spent five years. Yep. That was that was my club, and uh, yeah, I, uh, my heart was in that club. And yeah, cool. It was um, 
yeah, I, I did a lot for him and, and uh, really enjoyed my time in in um, in Woodsh. Yeah, okay. The boss was – he's a bit special, but actually I, I don't mind the guy. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> special in what way? Oh, he owns a funeral service, so he's like a – Oh, right. He's oh. an under, you know, undertaker. Undertaker, okay. Yeah, yeah fair a, enough. Yeah, so um, he's, a, he's a special guy. Yeah, okay. He doesn't speak English. But, yeah, right, But okay. I've been translated a few interesting things in, yeah. in, in, in the past. But, right. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I had a good time there. And, yeah, good And stuff. I appreciate it again – Taking me on, yeah, good stuff, mate. And then you signed uh, with Zelina Gora. Was it halfway through that season or the next season? Because it says there, Wikipedia yeah. could be wrong, but it says there, twenty twenty, Zelina Gora. Yeah, so I I was uh, racing in Woods in COVID time for in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. And in that time, they had a guest system. Okay. So like you could uh, race for uh, first division in Woods, and then yep. you can guest in extra league. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So, so I um, yeah, I went to Woods. Uh, sorry, I went to um to Jelena Gore as a guest. Yep. For just before the playoffs, and I think in the semis I was at home against Roxwav. Yep. And I had nine points. I yeah, think. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Broke the track record. Bullshit. Yeah. So Lovely. I only, I only, it only got broke this year, last year because um, they changed the 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 corner. With the banking little, or something. Ah, uh, the the guttering and stuff oh, they changed, right. so okay. they had to have a new track record. So I, yeah, I, I okay. lost it this year. Fucking spewing. And who but, was it? Uh, I'm not or sure, but Laguda, someone. No, before that it was Yara Kempel. Oh right, okay. And I yep. broke the record after seven years or something. Yeah, okay. And now they changed the track, so they have to change the time. Yeah, so fucking spewing, mate. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that was uh, it. Was a good time for me and. Mm. Um, I had the choice to go to to Jelena Gore in two thousand and twenty one. Yep. Um, and that was probably my biggest regret in my career right now. To really, not, to not go to yeah okay. Jelena Gore. I went to Tarnoff, and it, it was a big disaster. Right. Some, something I don't want to speak about. But yeah, I understand. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. But uh, yeah, it was probably my biggest regret in my career not to not to stay in Jelena Gore for that year. Yeah. Okay. And um. When they offered me a contract in 2022, I was All uh, really it. happy to, to go there and and it was probably the best two years of my career. Yeah, and I enjoyed, okay. I've enjoyed um, the time there and yep. yeah, it was a successful year and an enjoyable year. And I think, was it, I've obviously used one uh, last year, but was it the year before you made the final as well? Yeah. I think from memory. Yeah, we... we and Crosno to top... He's in the final or something. Yeah, we had the we had the yeah with Crosno. Yeah, so, yeah okay. we we went to Crosno. Yep. Uh, for the first leg, mm-hmm. and I had a really good match. I had fifteen points. Yep. And zero in the in the final. Yeah. In the, okay. in the fifteen, but right. I had fifteen points. Sure. Straight through. Yep. Um, and then we went to Jelenagora, and yeah, that was it was pretty close. We we pulled it back. Yep. And come to the last race. We had to get uh, a four-two. Yeah. Okay. And yep. I run zero. So yeah, um, I, th- I think I've seen the race. Is that with Milik and with Milik and Lebedev's. Lebedev's, yeah, yeah right. So and who was your who was your teammate? Uh, Protasavich. Protasavich. And he he went. Oh wow. He, okay. He, he passed. He passed one of the. I think he passed Lebedev's and, right. and he he pissed off. He was he was gone. So yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, that was a pretty dark moment in okay. my career. Yeah, right. Okay. I, I was pretty heartbroken with 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 that one. So sure, sure. 
to win it the next year was pretty emotional for us. And, yeah, for and sure, mate. Especially after I'd, I'd that had happened, it was um, yeah, it was a big joy to 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 have for a sure. championship afterwards. And I mean, you did it with a pretty good bunch of boys, you know, with um, was it Shemik Pavliki? Yeah, Luke yeah. Becker, Raza, you know. Great side, mate. Yeah, Bukowski. So yeah. we all got along awesome. All the boys were good and mm. we, we always shared one another with everything. And <clears throat> yeah, it's if, if I was to go, when I go to Ribnik, I, I will try to try to do this as well and, yeah, and, and make the team team like this. Yeah. Like yeah. Gel together and because it's one of the biggest things with success in a team and it gets yeah. you the medals. Well, that was my next question, Rowan, is, you know, even though Speedway – Club Speedway is a team sport. It is very much still about your individual performance. Yeah. But, you know, I'm assuming having a team full of mates, camaraderie, bouncing off each other, you know, as far as hanging out with each other outside of Speedway, going for dinners and stuff, the closer you are, it must translate to performance on the track, I would imagine. Yeah, it's a happy happy people score points. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, when, we, when we're all together and we're all doing – all doing good and and uh, everyone's winning. Yeah, it's it gives it a good atmosphere and and we feed off feed off each other and yeah, okay. It makes it makes it so much uh, easier to win meetings when you when you can uh, communicate and yeah, for sure, and gel together. Yeah, for sure, mate. It's it's funny because um, you're signed with Ribnik for this year and Oxford. Pretty sure Todd rode for Ribnik and Oxford. Yeah. In 97 or 98, uh-huh. you know, both clubs at yeah. the same time. Yeah, cool. Something pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, and then talk me through a bit of Denmark. Now, so Denmark is not – it's not a league that I'm very familiar with. I try to focus on Sweden, Poland, and the UK. Yeah. Um, you know, I had Freddie on here last night. Uh, he – Obviously, grew up in Denmark, and he was telling me a bit. But what's um what's you know you says here you rode for Esberg in eighteen and and Region Varde for a couple of years. What what's the Danish league like? Uh, also, uh, Slanger up as well. I oh, okay, yes, yep. Um, Danish league, it's it's quite cool. No pressure. Yeah, well, that's it, good. You just you just go out there and and do your best, and they're pretty happy. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think more so for the Danish riders, it's a bit of pressure. Okay, yeah. But, but for me, um, yeah, I just enjoy going there. There were some times where I didn't because the tracks weren't so good. But, right, okay. Um, but in general, it's 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 quite nice. It's it's like a a, a meeting but a holiday. So yeah, okay, well, that's um, a good way to look at it. But I still put in a hundred percent, of course. Um, yeah. And sometimes it teaches you to be a little bit more relaxed and right. And, uh, yep, that's fair enough. And yeah, so. I think Danish league is is pretty nice, and yeah, the tracks aren't hundred percent good, so right, it keeps okay. you a little bit sharp at times. Yeah, and, okay. Um, they're doing good. They they they've got a good system there, and um, I think if they had a little bit better tracks, they could mm-hmm. b- bring in more people. So. Yeah, right. Okay. And obviously, and then lastly, you've we've got you in Sweden. You've done a couple of years at Lejonen in in Gislaved and Masana, Indian Erna. You know. From memory, I used to love going to Vestavik and sitting on the hill and watching the speedway. Like speedway in Sweden, in Sweden, from a fan's perspective, it was awesome to watch. Yeah, um, you know they had the best riders in the world at Lejonen. You know they had Smarslik this year. Um, I know you you last rode there in twenty one, but you know at Indian Erna this year with yourself, Max Doily. You know, there was more world-class riders racing in Sweden than there was in the UK. So it, it must be a pretty strong league. 
Yeah, Sweden's Sweden's very strong. Um, they've got good tracks, and mm-hmm. it's just a nice atmosphere to be there. Yeah, there is a bit of pressure, mm-hmm. that's for sure, because you got really good riders, and and you got to got to be up on your game. And mm. if you, it's a long way to go to to, to score no points. So, sure, sure. Um, yeah, they they they've dipped a little bit in um, financially and stuff like that. Um, I don't think they had the best times with crowds and stuff, but right. uh, they're trying to bring it back together. And yep. some teams have pulled out, like Masano. They yep. they've gone. Shout out to them. They owe me some money. <laughs> <laughs> so, no way. Yeah, they, that's fucked. They, they, they then they're back up and running. So oh, they are. Are they? Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't really know how, but right. Um, are they the witches? Masana. Yeah, they're the one with like the the, the blonde fucking yeah, yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. The Picture, like yeah. I had some good times there, and there's some good people around. But right. um, one person in particular, yeah, if he's listening, <laughs> <laughs> say whatever you want, Rowan. Say whatever you want. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it to myself. Yeah, yeah, he, fair he, enough, he knows. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, mate. Um, but yeah, I- Indiana, uh, Kumla, yep. it was. Um, I had a yeah, it's a really good club, well yep. organized, and yep. and some good people behind it. So mm. I, I can't say a, a wrong word about the club. Sure. And, um, you got Peter and uh, Kai, the main guys, okay. uh, who, who I was dealing with. They they're spot on. They, yeah, good. they're pretty professional and do the do the um the job properly. And in 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 Gislavid, Lejonen, yeah, uh, you got Anders Foyd. Yep. he's he's good to me. I still have good contact with him. Nice. I, I speak to him on a regular basis, and yeah, he gives me the rundown what's what's going on. So, sure. um, yeah, he he helped me get to Sweden, and yeah, and um. Yeah, I'm appreciative of that, and and still today I have good contact with him. So yeah, nice. It's a bonus, mate. All these teams that you've rode for, I've got them all listed here on the screen. Is there any particular season or a team or club that really stands out to you? Julian Agora. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Straight away, you're straight on that. Julian Agora and uh, Somerset was was a successful year. Yeah. Okay. Um, good people in the club. Yep. And and um, yeah, Bellevue, but Julian Agora was is a hundred and ten percent the 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 highlight. Sure, um, just yep. everything about it, the fans and the, the people involved in the club. I yep. I just I can't say really a bad word about um anything with Julian Agora. Sure, so. yeah, yeah, fair enough, mate. Uh, what about is there any particular rider who you just just a great teammate, you know. Maybe wasn't the quickest on the track, but he was just able to get all the boys up, get them revved up, and and get them all firing. Recently, or, or just oh, in uh, general, mate. In general, yeah. Oh, if I talk back to say Somerset days, yep. Josh Grosjonic, he, he yeah, was always okay. Queenslander. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was always good to ride with, and we we gelled together good. He mm. loved the race on the outside. Always, always sneaking around the inside. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, we, we rode good together, um, in recent years, probably Max. Yeah. I okay. raced with Max and Julian Agora. Yep. Yep. In, uh, in Where was Sweden that? as well. Yeah. Okay. So yep. I have a good relationship with Max. Yeah. We respect each other a lot sure. and, and, and on track we, we seem to do a good job. So. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Who else is there? Me and Rasa had some some a lot of five ones this year. Yeah, okay, yep. Uh, in Julian Agora. What numbers were you guys in the team? Uh, I was at home always number three, and yep. he was four. Yeah, or, right. 
Or two? No, he was two. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. So maybe it was a way that we raced together. Probably right. it was a way, but yeah, yeah, sorry, it was a way. Yeah, okay. And we always had five ones together. So what, were you coming out in heat two, heat three? Yeah, okay. Um, I was always heat one. Yeah. At home, I was always heat one, but away, I was heat uh, three. Yeah, okay. Uh, but anyway, we, yeah. we, 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 when we were together, we always raced good. So there's a, there's a few bunch of guys that I pair up good with. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, most guys pretty, pretty good. There's a few guys that are individual, but sure. But, sure. um, yeah. You're going to get them in every club, no matter where you go or in every sport, even, you know, there's always going to be someone that always sticks to themselves and worries yeah. about what they're doing. Like you have to, to a certain point, but, um, yeah. When you start the season, you suss a few guys out, and you you, you kind of know who the ones who who want to work with you and yep, yep. who don't. So yeah, for sure, um, each their own. That's that's how some guys are, and that's how they need to be to be successful. Mate, in this speed in this sport, there's hundreds and hundreds of different spur riders, different personalities, different upbringings, different morals, all that sort of shit. You're always going to get someone yeah. that you don't agree with, that you butt heads with, or you just have completely different opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Fair enough, mate. Mate, well, a couple of questions. So, I, I, as you said before, you didn't really start racing Speedway till you were late teens. Yeah. But, like, was there someone that stood out to you when you were younger that you sort of aspired to be like, like a hero or someone like that? Um, Tony Rickardson, probably. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I didn't, when I was young with Speedway, I, he was like one guy that I always looked at and sure. thought, wow. Yeah. So, um. Worldwide, probably him. Yep. Um, but Australian, I'm not really sure who who, who to say. But um, recently, I had a message from Ryan Sullivan. Oh, okay. Uh, through yeah, nice. through Robbie Kaisak, he he yes. sent a message and yep. a really nice message, and he actually motivated me for the for the championship. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, good um, stuff. Uh, I would say him when I look at it and how, how he nice. is. As an Australian writer, so mm. um, I haven't really had support like like a message like that from sure you know, ex writer. So yeah, um, yeah, probably Australian writers him. So good stuff. But then, but then again, I I got big respect for Jason Todd, yeah, uh, Ryan, yeah, yeah, uh, all them top guys that, yeah. that um that are there. So yeah, um, yeah, they sent the be- benchmark high and yes, and uh, it's the uh, people you look up to. Mm. I. I Everyone always talks about how Lee Adams was probably the best ever in history to never win a world title. But I tell you what, Ryan's up there as well. I think he was number three or number four in the world on a few occasions. He's won numerous Grand Prix. Mate, he, on his day, he was a world beater. I used to yeah, love watching Ryan yeah. ride. No, I got big respect to them guys. And like uh, this Ryan, he's he's left the sport and yeah. he's gone. He's gone his own way, and he's yeah. kind of mutual to everybody. And yeah, yeah, and. That's what I really like and respect that he's walked away from the sport and he's just sure. done his own thing. The same with Todd. Yeah, he's finished and and he's he's gone his own way and just happy he, he's sitting sti- on the sidelines. Yeah, he still uh, has his has his input. Goes and watch the matches and yeah, yeah. I even see uh, Jason Crump. He he's uh, he's still around a lot in yep. Speedway, but yep. uh, he actually works for for Lambert. So yes, yeah. Um, he stayed mutual with with the, all Australian guys, yes, and yep. and uh, big respect to him too. He's, yeah, for sure. He's a he's a professional sportsman. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Ryan Todd and and uh, there's a few other guys to mention, but yeah, yeah, 
Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fair enough, mate. And, you know, I know Dad hasn't been active in helping out and doing schools and all that sort of stuff, but, you know, it, it's great to have him come on the podcast every now and then because he can – when, when we're analysing a meeting or a Grand Prix or something, he can give us that rider's perspective, yes, what yes. they're feeling. And, you know, a lot of people will be blowing up about this crash, but Dad's probably looking at it from a rider's point yes, of view going, well, yeah. just because it looked like he took him out doesn't always mean that, blah, blah, blah. He's really switched on with analysing crashes, starts, races, whatever. Yes, he, yes. Gives, he gives the podcast a bit of credibility yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of knowledge. Yes, exactly. And yeah, I got big respect to that and and it's got to be neutral. That's how I want to be when I finish Speedway and yeah. I don't want to be attached to some rider and yep. and to be biased by him. It's it's good to to be open and mutual to 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 everything in Speedway and just sit back and relax. So yeah, 100%. I know this this is a few riders, ex riders that I won't mm-hmm. mention, but um yeah, I wouldn't like to be like some guys. Okay, yep. t- Too involved and too attached to, to some people. But, sure, yep. Um, but, yeah, most of the guys who are retired now from Australia are, are mutual and yep. uh, good on them. Yeah, good stuff, mate. Um, biggest rival of your career? Biggest rival? So a bloke that you sort of go toe-to-toe with, maybe clash heads a few times, you know, always giving it to each other. Is there someone that sticks out to you? Everyone. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good answer. <laughs> I mean, uh, you're always going to go I, hard when you're stepping up to the top. Yeah, I, I try to keep, every, especially in the Aussies, I, I treat everyone the same sure. and respect everyone the same. At the end of the day, they, they're there to compete and they're yep. there to win. So sure. um, you have to be pretty mutual with everyone and, and yeah, they're there to win. So, yeah, so you can't... Um, uh, I, that's how I try to be. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to focus on somebody. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Like me and me and Jack Holder have our have our have our days, and yep. Um, we stir each other up. I, yeah. I it puts a smile on my face to to yeah. um to to him to not shake my hand. So <laughs> I, I every time he does it, I smile. So. Right. Okay. Um. But yeah, at the end of the series, he he he's come up and congratulated me. Yeah. Okay. He said, "Oh, congratulations." I said, "Yeah, thank you." I said, "Ah, oh, sorry, sorry about uh, how, how differences and yeah. yeah." I said, "Hopefully, one day we can have a beer." Yeah, for sure. 100%. And uh, he said to me, "Ah, oh, if you're lucky." Oh, right. <laughs> how did you take that? <laughs> um, I didn't have much to say really. I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, "Why did he say that? Why did he tell me right. if I'm lucky?" So, yeah. Okay. And then actually, I thought about it. He doesn't drink beer. Is that right? Yeah, he, he drinks vodka cruisers, so <laughs> I, I'd be very lucky to have a beer with him. <laughs> oh God, but that, that, that each to their own. It's yeah. I, I won't judge him that he drinks uh, cruiser, uh, cruiser or something. But <laughs> I was actually happy that he he didn't offend me. So yeah, okay. I, I um I respect that he doesn't drink beer and yeah. he drinks vodka cruisers. So it is what it is. What about Rowan? The you now the hardest bloke you've rode against. Now not dirty. But just when you rock up to the tapes, you just know you're in for a fucking hard four laps. Um, everyone says doily. Yeah, e- e- you know what? Everyone on this podcast yeah. has said e- every, that. Everyone says doily. Oh, uh, doily is hard. She's hard, but you got to expect it from him. That's that's just how he is, and and 
he's not dirty. Yep. He's not dirty at all. He just he just rides hard. Mm. Um, but actually, I, I can't say who's completely dirty and out of control or something. Yeah. There's, there's been a few guys in my career um, that that it, it st- stood out, but yep. but um, but at the end of the day. Some guys are out of control, some yeah. are not, but yep. I don't yep. want to offend anyone. Sure. Um, but, yeah, this time I can't really say who's the the hardest guy I, I, race, I race against. So, yep. Yep. like I say, I try to keep them all the same. And yeah, I don't want to focus on a particular rider. Him, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I come to this rider, I think, oh, he's he's hard. But yep. Yep. Um, if you were to say the hardest and but fairest would be would be Smarzik. Yeah, okay. He's, yeah, fair he, enough. He rides good lines. He he puts you in sometimes not good positions, mm. but um, yeah, he gets the job job done properly because yep. he's fast and he yep. chooses good lines. So sure. um, you can't say he's completely hard, mm. but mm. he just does all the right things. Mate, I remember there was a one of the Grand Prix last year. Mate, I can't remember where it was, uh, and he he was chasing hard Madsen in the final, chasing him hard. And on the fucking corner three of the last lap, he died, like dove underneath him and pushed Leon Madsen so wide that Leon nearly hit the fence. Yeah. But it, it did not touch him. Yeah. He like fully psyched Leon out to the point where he just, Leon just, just moved over for him. Yeah. It was ridiculous. He's, he's pretty uh, confident. Yeah. It's calculated. Yeah. He's, he's, He's playing ahead. He sure. he knows what he's doing. When he's racing, everything's probably a lot slower than yeah, everyone okay. else. He's he's picking away, and yep. he does. He, he's ultra professional. Yeah, so, okay. Um, he's he's hard mm. but fair. Yeah, calculated. He does everything correctly. So yep. you can probably say he's the hardest rider yeah, in, okay. in the world, and he's the best in the world. Yeah. Mate, one thing I've I've actually noticed, and I want to know your opinion on it too, is now Max Frick has been in the Grand Prix series a number of years. He's matured as a rider. He comes back to the Aussies this year, and he's got a bit of he's he's pretty tough. Like I remember watching Max a few years ago, and he was maybe too nice. Yeah, he was quick, mm-hmm. but he was too nice, almost like a, a Dan Bewley. Just yeah. gives gives everyone too much respect, yeah. too much room. Whereas there was numerous times, even in the Grand Prix last year and the Aussie titles this year, he was moving blokes out. He was leaning on them. You know, when you two come together, I've actually noticed that. Yeah, Max has really stepped up into that sort of I would put him name him as a hard rider. Yeah. Just as a fan, maybe your yeah. ride next to him yeah. you might look at it differently, but just something I've definitely noticed. No, he's 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 hardy. He's a he's a really good guy and a nice, nice, polite person. Yeah. yeah. Um he re- he respects everyone in the pits and he's just a good guy in general and, mm. and, and in on the track he can be hard and, and that's how that's our job. That's yeah. how you have to be and and did you want to win races? You can't leave the door open all the time. And sure. It's um. Uh, he he's uh probably learned a lot from the Grand Prix, and yeah, in yep. the Grand Prix, you got to have your elbows up. You got to absolutely. You got to get into it. So in the Grand Prix, you can you can learn a lot and and uh, take it to that next step more. Yep. So yeah, he will go to challenge, and he will have more experience to go go put his elbows up and yep. and fight for that one point or two points. Yeah, so. for sure, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, all right, another one, number twenty-seven. How did that come about? It was my racing number to start with, but mm-hmm. where that come from is my birth date. All oh, right, date okay. of birth, twenty-seventh of January. Yep. 
um, number of my house. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, that's coincidence. Yeah, right. And then uh, my start of my postcode. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, so that's where it come from pretty right. much. Right. Jeez, so 27th, oh, this is the day after Australia Day. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. that must be a big week for you. Yeah. <laughs> big weekend. There's been a few big <laughs> few, few big uh, weekends on that, and on that time. It's a shame you won't be here for Australia Day. I know. You'll be flying out. Yeah. So. Spewing. Yeah, it's uh, always a nice one. So. Mate, my favourite day of the year. Yeah, it love is. It, it is. Absolutely love it. That and Anzac Day is for yeah, me that's good the, too. The, best, the best day. Well, so. it's funny. Where Logan and I are getting married the day before Anzac Day. Uh-huh. So, and it's a Wednesday. So our thought behind that was it's public holiday the next day. So everyone who's coming to the wedding can just get loose as yep. knowing they don't have to go to work the next day. And then the idea is we just don't sleep and we go to the dawn service half cut already and then straight to awesome straight for two. Awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit jealous of that. So. <laughs> it's gonna, do I, they? I, I hope uh, keep me posted. On yeah, I'll, I'll send you some updates. <laughs> yeah, but um, do they do anything for Australia Day? No, overseas? no, no, is, no. That, that, oh, is there like a bunch of Aussies over there that get together and do a party or anything there, like that? There is a group, but obviously I don't have much time for it. But, of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it would be the same as. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But it, it is something I'm jealous of. I always. Mm. Like to have a bit of a bet and yeah, yeah, hundred percent. How good's two up? <laughs> yeah, two up. Yeah, I can yeah. best best game. Yeah. I'll absolutely love it. Yeah, I lose too much money. Yeah, but I have fun while I do it. I tell you, he's good at it. Chad Hughes. Is that right? He's always always getting the money. In that. Is that right? Yeah. He's good at fifty fifties. Yeah, yeah, true. One thing I've noticed when I worked with Chad, he is so fucking competitive. Yeah, yeah. We have had numerous battles. We've gone go kart racing. We've played golf, we've played tennis, we've played squash. We've done a 100-metre sprint yeah, just to yeah. see who's faster. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We're probably sitting about 50-50 right now. I think he beat me at go-karts. I beat him at golf. He beat me at he beat me at squash. I beat him at tennis. And then I flogged him in a 100-metre sprint <laughs> to the point where he actually tried to ankle tap me because <laughs> I was too far in front. Yeah, yeah. But, um, mate, he's so competitive. Yeah. We, so competitive. We used to ride in Giro together all the time and we mm. cut in tracks in our main. Yeah, okay. I, I remember one time I, I beat his time. <laughs> he would have been spewing. <laughs> and he inspected the whole track and, and accused, <laughs> accused me of cutting the corner. It's a wonder he didn't strip your engine oh, down, he, make sure it wasn't bought out. He's still spewing about it today. but um, No, he... he I think it was one time I beat him out of out of ten. So yeah, right. He's he's a bit of a <laughs> bit of an animal in the bush. So yeah, I would have liked to see him on a speedway bike. Actually, maybe yeah, he'd be he, too tall for it. Oh, he'd still get around. I reckon yeah. he's he's pretty talented mm. motorcyclist. Oh, so for sure. He um he can, I think Chad can pretty much ride anything. He never yeah. really uh, done anything, mm. uh, raced too much. He's sure. done some enduro and stuff. But I yeah. think uh, he had the talent as. As a curry boy, he could... Standard curry boy, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I even I look at how tall Chad is, but I had Fred here yesterday, and I'm like, holy yeah, he's, shit, yeah, he's a fucking qu- tall boy. Yeah, he's quite similar, so it is possible. Yeah, 100%. Okay, if not for Speedway... Actually, let's, let's change the question. If not for motorcycle racing in general, what would you be doing for a job right now? I would be a boilermaker. <laughs> no. Fuck off you would be. I don't believe that for a second. I am a boilermaker. Are you really? Yeah, I'm, I'm a boilermaker by trade. Oh, so. is that right? Yeah, I, before I'd done Speedway, I, yeah. I, I got my trade and yep. walked, worked at Four Jacks and oh, yes. a few other places. So yep. um, I don't really know what I would do. Mm. 
um, try and invest as much as I can. And, yeah, okay. You know, see where we end up. But, yeah, um, yeah. yeah just to maybe go to the mines, something yeah. like that. But I was I, about to say, that's the usual thing that blokes our age living in this area, yeah. it's always is the easiest thing. I just love to be busy. Yeah, I, I like okay. to be busy and, and um, I'll be, yeah. So when I come back from Speedway, have a mm. little bit of a break, but yeah, yeah, I think I'll get soon sick of it and, and want to be doing something. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. But I will admit, the mines is just not a fun time. No, oh, it's gross. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. I'm yeah. glad I got out when I did. I, I I actually um, in COVID when we couldn't race at the start of season, I went and worked up at uh, Musselbrook. At, oh, okay. In the in uh, one of the workshops, of yeah, the right. maker. Yep. Welding buckets and stuff like that. Right. And uh, that would have been a shock to the system racing your bike for a number of years and then yeah, having to was, go back boiler making. It was, um, I think it was actually good for me. Okay. Um, I went there and and I went to the had an interview mm-hmm. and I hadn't worked a normal job in eight years and I yep. and I just said to, I knew the lady mm-hmm. and she was a bit of a fan of Speedway and oh, okay and uh, the boss come in and it's like hey you going mate mm-hmm. or whatever and I and I said to him look. I'll start it here. Mm-hmm. I haven't done boiler making in in uh, eight years, right? But I'm willing to get stuck in, and I'm willing to learn. Yeah, I'm not here for long. Yeah, and he just said to me, "You got the job." Yeah, wow. When can you start? Was that uh, is that Bradkin or was it Thomas and Coffee or what, um, who was it up there? Uh, I'll come back to that. Yeah, okay. I, I can't think of it right. right yeah, now, yeah but, fair enough. Um, but yeah, they 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 put me through courses, and I done everything. Yeah, right. But, um, I was there, welding away, and yeah. and uh, from six till six till three or whatever, and every day, um, I'd clock on. Yep. At six o'clock, clock off at th- uh, three o'clock. Yep. And no pressure, nothing. Yeah, okay. And and it made me uh, realize how it can be with my job in Speedway. Right. Okay. Come to the come to the come to Speedway, clock on. Yep. Switch on. Yep. Finish the speedway, mm-hmm. clock off. Yeah, it's quite hard to, to do that. Of but course, I've been to a sports psychologist and and I always try to explain them if that how how that is. Yeah, yeah. Go to work, clock on. Yeah, and clock off and switch off mm. uh, for completely from speedway. Yeah, it's a pretty hard thing to do, but yeah. I think actually going to that job taught me that it is possible to yeah, to, okay. to do stuff like that. Yeah, so right. In anything, it helped me to, to go back to a job like that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, mate. I was the same. I, I used to love the fact that when I was at the mine, I was there for 12 hours. But as soon as I got in my car, my phone didn't ring. No one needed me after that. Like, I see these boys that become supervisors or leading hands or whatever. As soon as they leave work, their phone could ring at any time. Yeah. And, or it could ring in the middle yeah. of the night. It's like, I don't need can't, that. Can't switch off. I do not need that in my life. Yeah. I just yeah. love to go to work. And when I'm done, I leave work at work and yeah. then I'm all family yeah. time or, f- or fun or whatever. It is one thing in Speedway that I wish I could do 100% and mm. I think that would be more beneficial for me. Yeah, okay. But it is quite hard. Yeah. After a good match, after a bad match, it is hard sure. to, to switch off. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to have another beer. Do you want another one? Yep. All right, this is one of my favourite questions. Yep. Again, I know you're a bit of a fitness, fitness and health and yep. professional athlete, as all you boys are. What's your favorite? What's your go-to KFC meal? Uh, the fries and the <laughs> gravy with potato. Yeah, true. Yeah, I love a good potato and gravy yeah, as well. Yeah, like, I'm a bad. I do naughty things for a potato and gravy. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Masters were. Um, I was actually stealing his on the way home from from 
Adelaide. Yeah, okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, we, we went to Brisbane. We were in Brisbane the other day. We um, went and got McDonald's, yep. but there was KFC there as well. So I went and got um, chips with uh, potato and, and yeah. And gravy. Yeah, yeah. And then got something else from Macca's. So I <laughs> from Macca's as well. Had a bit of a combination. Bit of the double I, whammy. I, I actually like that a lot. Yeah, good stuff. And from what a lot of people have said, even Fred said the other day, KFC is rubbish in, in Europe. Yeah, it's, it's completely different. Yeah, I've never even had it there. So yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I probably have, but yeah, once. Yeah, I think um, I think Logan and myself, I think we keep KFC at Curry open. To mm. be honest. Mate, we we go there so often. Yeah, I'm shocking for it. You're one of them guys at six o'clock at the, sitting in the drive-through. Mate, <laughs> I am bad for it. Like I got home from work today, and I'm like, we didn't have much for dinner, and I thought, oh, I could just go get like ten tenders and <laughs> fucking large chips and yeah. zinger burger, and oh, and I'm really struggling. Like I, oh. I'm a hundred kilos, and I and I'm not very tall. I'm just <laughs> dense. I'm dense, mate. Thick. <laughs> It began. Yeah, right. Where did the nickname Chewy come from? <laughs> Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've heard this along the grapevine somewhere. Oh, there, was, there was this there was this lunatic in um, oh, he's a, he's, he's all right. <laughs> Maybe you listen to it. I don't know, but in in, in Ipswich, okay, in in, Engl- in England, yeah, yeah, and um, him and Masters had a bit of a problem, and oh, okay. we were together and <laughs> driving along and. And Master's looking out the window, oh, it's Jaron Hart. Come on, go go back. And we went and seen him and he's, hey, how you going, Chewy? <laughs> Talking to us like this. And, and from that day, me and me and Master's call each other Chewy. Yeah, okay. So. That's a personal thing between you two boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Always. Yeah, right. And even Luke Becker's jumped on board. He starts okay. calling me Chewy. Right, yeah. So yep. Is that is that not, not from – it's just from that, that guy. In ah, right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm assuming is – did Luke jump on from – Racing with you at Selena Gore and with Sam at Wolverhampton, yeah, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, I think I think Master's tapped him up with it. So right, then he then he um, started calling me. I was looking, <laughs> what's going on, mate? I might start it here in Australia. Chewy, yeah. All these people around Oz will start yelling yeah, out to you, "Hey, it's Chewy!" A, it's a bit unique. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> thought maybe you just love talking. You just chew people's ear off or something. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, what I was assuming. Exactly. Nothing bad. Yeah. Um, what What else have I got here? Uh, favorite band or artist. Of all time, Ooh, bit of a hard one. Um, in this time, in this moment, right now, probably lost frequency. Lost frequency. Um, yes, I. Mm, I do recognise that. I would probably know their one big song. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a lot of good songs, but um, probably uh, them, the Rolling Stones. When oh I, yeah. When I was a kid, classic mate. When I was a kid, my. Uh, my fam, mum and dad always mm. loved Rolling Stones, so yep. it was always music in my ears. And, sure, and I listened to it all the time. So, yeah, yep. um, I, I know all their songs pretty yeah, much. Okay. And, and I went to a concert, uh, two thousand eighteen or seventeen, and 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 seen him up at the vineyard. So, oh, okay, yeah, um, cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see them. Yeah, and right. Something I remember for the rest of my life. Yeah, cool. Yeah, good uh, stuff. I grew up with Rolling Stones and yeah, nice. And I went and seen them mm. live, so yeah, it was really cool and something I remember. But in in recent times, lost frequencies. Yeah, okay, mate. I and cra- uh, the song "Crazy." Crazy, yeah. yeah. I, I'm gonna have to look it up. I, I feel like I would know it. I, it's yeah. definitely rings a bell for sure, mate. I you want to sing it? 
No, yeah, go on. Do you want a couple more beers and crack <laughs> I it out? Need, I need probably five beers. And I'll, I'll sing the whole. Album. Bring out the karaoke. Yeah, yeah. No, these microphones are good for singing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Next time we'll, we'll next time we'll do a part a crack, two. Yeah. Do part two. Yeah. Um, I even remember years and years ago when we were younger, Dad used to froth Nickelback. Yeah, Dad yeah. loved Nickelback, and we'd never loved Nickelback, but because it was on all the time in the workshop or whatever he was doing, we just we gained. We just learnt to love it. Now, I just know every single Nickelback song lyric just yep. from years yep. and years of repetition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it's when, it, when it's in your head, getting, getting uh, played every day, mm. it's, it's, it's just, it's in your head and it's like Rolling Stones, the same. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Just, That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like your yeah. dad just would have played it over and over yeah. and you've just gone, oh, yeah. And it's actually actually nice. Um, what about a what about a certain song? Was there ever like a a pre meeting J up song that you would sort of always find yourself listening to to get you in the mood? Uh, not really. I just like to listen to whatever. I, yeah. Okay. I think it's the same with a, a lot of people. Put you in a good mood. Good yeah. Okay. Mind if you if you listen to something that you like. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, fair enough. Um. Yeah, this I come from the land down under. Maybe oh, yeah. that's always a nice song yeah. to hear. Fucking oath, it um, is. If you're in a different country, yeah, even yeah if absolutely. You're not racing, it's yeah, like makes you proud to be Australian. I yeah, guess. for sure. So, Great uh, southern land as well. That was yeah. another good one. Yeah. So well, but but I don't go on Spotify and pick a, right. a certain song. Yeah. Okay. If I. I, I just like to listen to music and yeah, and yeah. whatever's whatever's good good beat and whatever it's. It's good for me. I'm happy, sure, and I can sure. I can get in a good mood. Well, that land down under, I that's my outro to the podcast. Yeah. I have that playing as yeah. the as as we're sort of fading out. But I, I've got the drum and bass version. I don't have the original yeah, yeah, version. Yeah. I've got that sort yeah. of doof doof version. Um, but yeah, I, I was the opposite, Ryan. Whenever I would go to play a game of football or whatever it was, I would always drive to the drive to the game to the field, and I would always put on the same song. Yeah. Just, I don't know why, it was just the only song that was able to, like, pump me up. Maybe because yeah. football is such an aggressive physical sport. Yeah. It's like, it's like the harker. When the boys do the harker, they're fucking fired <laughs> yeah, up. They yeah. are G'd up, ready yeah. to go. They're ready to hurt people. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I needed that because I'm, I'm very, I'm quite reserved, quite quiet, you know, And but when I go onto the football field, I need that song to yeah. kick me up yeah. the ass and go, righto, mate, it's time to fucking... Yeah. Trying to hurt some people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, that that's everyone's different. Yeah. You just gotta have a routine. Yeah. And whatever works for you, yeah. Whatever gets you going is is um that's how it is. Like yeah. I read I read a book and I like to chill out the day of the match and yeah, go okay. for a run in the morning and yeah, right. then I like to read a book and take my mind off things like that. So there's different ways, method to madness and sure, sure. And uh, I, I do like to listen to music, but actually the whole time in the Aussies, I I didn't put earphones in. Yeah, right. Um, okay. I just get myself going. Yeah. It's a little bit different um, with the Aussies because you have practice. Yeah, okay. And you like get going and you get in the mood like that. So, um, yeah, I don't listen to too many people before the match. Yeah, okay. Like I, I talk to, to my guys and and uh, get, get, get everything set up and I still speak to the writers. But yeah, sure. Um, Funny enough, me and Max have such a good relationship. Mm. Me and Pico, me and uh, Masters, yeah, and yeah, a few other guys. We all we all speak and we all talk normal before the match. Sure, but 
when you yep. put the helmet on, that's when that's when the business, business starts. Mate. And, and yep. uh, I, I tried to, again. I, I I've been a sports psychologist, and and uh, that's when I when when it all starts. As soon as I put my helmet on, yep. that's that's when I I get in the the best frame of mind. Yeah, so for sure. I don't need music or something yeah, to, okay. to to get me motivated. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent, mate. What about uh, the question's not up here, but I'll just ask it anyway. What about Music festivals in Europe when you've got maybe a week off, did you, is is that something that you you like to go to, or even when you're back home, is did you like to go to music festivals maybe when you were a bit younger? Um, yeah, only in Australia. Yeah, it was okay. a big day out and stuff like that. Yeah, many times with with the boys, but yeah. um, in Europe, not too much. There is there is a one called Open Hire in Poland. And, okay, yeah, and stuff like that. But um, I don't get to them too much. Yeah, though. right. I just try and go with the flow and whatever's the best mm. event I can go to. But, yeah, sure. But um, I've been trying to go to a few concerts. Yeah, okay. But it hasn't hasn't lined up, and yeah. especially with lost frequencies. So, yeah, sure. Um, hopefully one day I get to them. If I have to travel somewhere, I, yeah. I will, and you know, if I have the time. So. What about um Tomorrowland? Is that something you'd love to do one day, or is that sort of in the past now? <laughs> I think that's uh, after retirement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. I, I think um, once I finish with Speedway, it's something I can think about. But mm. <laughs> definitely, um, yeah, I understand. It's it's um, not for see in the season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, Anders, I have a question mm. for you. What's that? Where is the best place in the world? It's got to be Lake Macquarie. It's home for us. It is. Yeah, it's our home. It's the best place in the world. It's beautiful weather. Yeah, the lake is. Huge, yeah, it's amazing. You can wakeboard, you can water ski, yeah, fishing, fish. For those of you that love fishing, you can yeah. you can stand up paddleboard. You can do any of There's these. There's so things. much to explore, and it's in our backyard. The jet skis, oh, that was the days. Remember those days where yeah. we used to rip around, go yeah. down the Swansea Channel, yeah, go out the Sand Islands, sunbake, and then if that's not enough, you can get out the heads and you can go out in the ocean. Best place in the world. Loved it. Now, I feel privileged mm -hmm. to be a local to here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of people that aren't. Well, they need to come and experience it. So, they definitely need to hit up Kyle and Bianca at Lake Mac Adventures because they have got all the equipment you need mm -hmm. to experience Lake Macquarie like we have. That'd be unreal. Stand up paddle boards, yeah. kayaks, fishing boats, you name it, Kyle and Bianca have got it. I'd be jealous, actually. And a great location, too. They're only five minutes from Trinity Point yeah. down, down at Belcolin. What's the best way possible that you would think to experience Lake Macquarie? Oh, get out there on the water. Get actually out there and, and look around and yeah. experience it for yourself. Yeah, hit them up. They got, they'd have the local knowledge. They'll know everything about the lake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get me excited. 100%. And best part is, Kyle, he will skip the boat for you, too, if you have not got your license. Nice. So... He will take you around, show you the best spots in Lake Macquarie. Mate, we should just go there now. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, what about your favourite movie or TV show? I was thinking about that. And, and if I if you say TV show, movie, TV series, mm -hmm. I, I would say the most TV series, I will say about TV series, is Breaking Bad. Right, and, okay. And, and it's... One series that I was so addicted to. Yep, yeah. And I, I just had to watch it and, mm. I, and I finished it and wanted to watch it again. Yeah, right, okay. So, so I would say 
Breaking Bad. Yep. And I wouldn't mind watching it again, actually. It yeah, was, okay. It's actually a pretty... What, for cool. the 10th time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've only watched it twice. I yeah, think, okay. But I would watch it again, and yep. that's a pretty interesting um, series. Yeah. But movie, um, I don't know. When I was a kid, maybe like Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Fucking great movie, yeah. mate. Great movie. So, so when, I, when I was a kid, that was like... Yeah, of course. That was a classic movie and still is today. And, yeah, for sure. And Yeah, that's it. It's a pretty cool movie. Well, my young bloke's, uh, he's turning six this year. So, you know, Home Alone, prime age for him. Yeah. I think, you know, I think I was even that young when it come out. You know, yeah. like, I would have seen it a million, like, well, probably seen it about 20 times. Yeah. Loved it, mate. Yeah. yeah. And, and in Poland, actually, this year, they, um, every year, they, they flog it at yeah. Christmas. Yeah, okay. The day before, the day of, two yeah. times, yeah. So yeah. the day after, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 a memorable yeah. film that you'll remember for the rest of your life, and it actually will be around for the rest of our lives. So yeah, for sure. It's it's a movie that that I remember. So. Yeah, hundred um, percent, mate. I have you ever seen the nineteen ninety one Patrick Swayze film Point Break? Oh, I don't remember it clearly, but probably I've watched it. Yeah, that, that were the surfers that Rob Banks yes, and yes, whatnot yes, with yeah, Keanu yeah, Reeves. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what my leg is. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Swayze, exactly. Keanu And Reeves. that's another classic film that Mate, I could watch so again good. tomorrow and we would I've be. legitimately seen it 50 times yeah. plus. Yeah. Absolutely love it. And I'm going to do – the rest of my leg is going to be all that. I just okay. – yeah. I'm a bit of a movie. That's pretty interesting and yeah, pretty pretty cool thing. Bit of a movie geek. And yeah. we talk about TV shows. Like my arm is all um, – it's all Viking. You know, and I love the show Vikings. None of the character, none of the pictures are of the show, but I just love that culture. And plus, we lived in Sweden for a bit. You know, maybe that's why I did it subconsciously. But yep. yeah, I will. Um, when my leg gets fully done, it'll be all Patrick Swayze yeah, and Keanu Reeves. That's that's cool. Who who is that done locally or? No, nah, that's done down in Gosford, uh-huh. the main street. Yeah. Um, just a mate. I was looking for ages because. It's a lot of money, man. Tattoos stupid amounts yeah. of money. It's dumb how much yeah. they, they cost. But their work is great and yep. it's permanently, so I, I sort of do get it. But, um, yeah, I said to a mate, can you find me a bloke who is just great at ultra-realism and portraits? And he showed me this guy down in Gosford, and it's not that far. Gosford really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. 45 yeah. minutes maximum, 50 minutes. So the rest of your life, so you want to do it good, don't e- you? Exactly right. So, yeah, but you got no – what tattoos have you got? You're one on the inside of your arm there? 27. Yeah, oh, of course. Oh, a bit of a regret. I, I wouldn't oh, really? <laughs> I don't know why I've got my number on me. Na- on me, on me, on me well, arm, just in case you forget, obviously. At least I'm honest about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it, but anyway. Yeah, right. I got one on me on me ribs here. Yeah, okay. Um, just a like a compass. With yeah, the, okay. With the world in the middle. Sure. Basically for travel. So yeah, okay. I got that done in Thailand. Yep. Yep. Pretty good. Pretty good artist from Australia. So, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, good stuff. I'd like to get more, but I don't know what I want. Sure. Yeah, and that's the hard part is deciding exactly what yeah, you want because yeah. it is going to be on your body forever. Exactly. And you know what? Like I love that show Vikings, and I love the culture and whatnot. But I have I haven't seen the show now for like five years, mm. so it's like, yeah, I loved it at the time, but I still like the tattoo. Yeah, but I don't watch Vikings anymore. Yeah, like it's just, I don't know. Eventually, you just don't see it. Yeah, you're like, yeah. you know, it's there, but yeah. you just it, it doesn't even compute. Yeah, that your arm, looks good. Your arm's just fully black, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah. No, I will. It's just, they just cost a lot of money. It's like twelve hundred dollars 
session. Yeah, I've, I've not had one in a long time, but I can imagine they've gone up in price. I don't miss that feeling. Inflation. Yeah, inflation. It fucking gets <laughs> us all. Yeah, I just remember walking into the tattoo and just hearing the guns, like the yeah. people in the back getting done. I'm just like, oh, fuck, I'm in for a big day. Yeah, yeah. Time goes so- – if you think time goes slow, sitting in a fucking yeah. chair for eight hours – Feels like twenty hours. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm not really a fan of sitting there and yeah, okay. pretty impatient person. I always like to move and stuff. Yeah, of course. But maybe one day I'll have some more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about Rowan? What's something out away from Speedway that you like doing? Cycling. Recent, yeah, okay. recent time cycling. Yeah, okay. Spending time with mates. It's um, something that I don't really get to do too often now. Yep. And actually, since I've been home, I don't haven't had a chance to to um to to catch up with my mates yeah okay. i am having a party this this weekend so yeah okay this friday so yeah to celebrate the championship and just to catch up with everyone before sure. i leave so because i haven't seen anyone so i do like to be social and yeah okay um i love training yeah. i just like to to be active yeah okay um but yeah in recent times cycling and and yeah, now it's going to be spending time with family. So, mm. so there's something. Yep. Uh, more to to look forward to, and for sure, mate. I'll finish be, finish a, a match and come. I'll have uh, my partner and and uh, baby to come back to. So yeah, exactly. My daughter. So we'll be we'll be in another another thing to to activity to mm. to be to look forward to, and um, yeah, I like to be active. I like sure. to. To, to move, I don't like to sit still too much. And like you said, you got your, your partner and your new baby girl at home. It life changes, and for the better. Like you know, I remember when when I had my first. It was just I don't know, just something in you just you change. You just set everything settles yeah. down a bit. You know, you then you got now you got to provide and you got all this responsibility and yeah, it's um fatherhood is a pretty special thing. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's. It's changed my life a lot, and and coming here for the Australian Championship was was a massive challenge. Yeah, okay. And I am pretty proud of myself for what I achieved from yeah. from the stuff I went through, and, sure. and have to think about every day not mm. being with them. So, um, yeah, it's 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 nice to 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 get that championship, and yep. and now I can go back and and be. And accomplish, uh, accomplish what I what I come here for. Yeah, so, of course. So yeah, hundred percent. You got to take the good times with the bad times. Absolutely, mate. You just got to ride that wave. Yeah, you got to you got to take a big bite and chew like fuck. That's exactly right. I like yeah, bite more than you can chew. <laughs> chew like fuck. I love it. Hundred percent. Well, Rowan, mate, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. Mate, really appreciate you taking the time out to come here and chat to us. And uh, mate, a lot of fun. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been good. I've I listened to the podcast a lot. I I missed one maybe maybe the one with with Jack. Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, I, yep. I've um, watched most of them and yeah, um, yeah, all, all good. And and I hope you can keep it conti- continue it and and get some some guys on here. It'd be good to see um, a few other ex riders on here. Yeah, for sure, mate. Even, Absolutely. Even you could get some some road races. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jamie Stofer, get him on here, mate. I, Jamie, I've, I I sort of communicate with Max every now and then. I'd love to get him on here, young young fella. Which no, be we'll get Jamie good. here. Get him, get a couple of beers. You might have to put in a good word for me. I reckon he'd have a few good stories. Yeah, for, I'll, even Adam Shields. It'd be yeah. cool to get him here. Yep, so, for sure. But I reckon Stofer, he could put on a 
a bit of a show. Yeah, hundred percent. I'll, I'll <laughs> give him some JD and Coke before he comes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any, anyways, mate, really appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll catch up soon for a bit. Yeah. All right, guys. See you later. Wilcher's got it in the back. Fantastic ride from Todd Wilcher. That was inspirational. So do you and the missus go camping often? Mm, not as much as we'd like. It gets a bit hard. Like, mm. you know, you drive X amount of hours down there to wherever you're going. Then when you get there, you've got to set up the tent. It's yeah. heavy. It's a big bastard. Yeah. Pull it out. Yeah, been there, done that. Set it up. Pitch your tent, you know. Then it's windy. And it never packs up the same way you got it out. I don't know one person that's actually set up a tent and then put it back in exactly you how can't. they found No, it. no, they just never happens. That is actually not a thing. It's impossible. I, I, I genuinely dislike the whole, even the 30 second tent mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. came out a few years ago. Even yeah, that's yeah. a bit of a. It went up quick, mm. but getting it back in the bag wasn't it? And then there's fights. Yeah. There's dramas. Yeah. There's yeah. like there's like breakups over it. Yeah. It's fucked. Surely there's a better way. Well, luckily, I do know a guy. Know a guy? I know a guy, Tommy down at Ultrafab, down at Bullaroo. Mm-hmm. He has got some of these hectic rooftop campers that yeah, he does yeah, yeah. himself. Be quicker. Quicker. They look, un- the best part is they look good. Yeah. On yeah. the car. We, we all love our utes, right? Yeah. yeah. We love our trucks. You know, you want the best canopy. You want the best rooftop. Yeah. Tommy can so he does. So he does trays, canopies, rooftop tents, you name it. Pretty much anything to do with your four-wheel drive, yeah, yeah. he'll do. All metal fabrication. One of the best sheet metal fabricators I've ever seen. Well, you got a four-wheel drive. You might have to go down and get him to hook you up. Mate, I might be coming for you, Tom, because he has some absolutely unreal gear. Yeah. And it's different to everyone else. Yeah, nice. It's awesome. So definitely give Tom a call at Ultrafab uh, down at Bullaroo. Best, best stuff. They look unreal. And mm, sounds good. some of the photos of the work he's done yeah. on Dodge Rams, yeah, yeah. Silverados, uh, like 200 series Land Cruisers. I have to check it out. Get on their Instagram and their socials and have a squeeze. Wild. Anyways, make sure you chat to Tom. Ultrafab.